As always, before we begin, we're going to do a quick chicken, quick check-in around the table. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Real Talk by Our Stories, Your Legacy. Here we are again, continuing with another episode in our Corona series. Um, another series about, again, real life conversation with our friends and our thoughts and our feelings, our triumphs, our woes, as we're all living through these times. Um, even though we don't get to see each other in person, you know, as often as we would like, we still have a blessing to get together online, you know, um, and continue to have these conversations just to keep us all, you know, healthy and in check and continue to discuss tough conversations. So in today's episode, we're going to answer three questions about how we're planning for future events during this still ongoing pandemic. The COVID-19 pandemic, um, as we are all living through these times, no matter where we are in the world, has and will continue to shock the world. And for many, it has compounded the growing sense of uncertainty they already felt in their lives. And as we hit seven months into this new, new, you know, this new norm, this new journey, Sometimes planning for the future, even if it's very simple as planning for the weekend, um, can sometimes feel a little impossible or feel a little anxious and make us feel a little anxious. So how are we planning for this uncertainty cell? And those three questions that we're going to answer today is one, how have we or how have you been planning things during the pandemic? Two, do you think that just reacting, coming up with the spur of the moment plans. Has that been detrimental during the pandemic? Or is that all we think we can do during these times is just play our future um, step at a time, ear, you know, play it by ear? And finally, the third question, can we all learn to practice foresight to avoid this anxiousness or the uncertainty of planning for the future? So there you go. As always, before we begin, we're going to do a quick chicken, quick check-in around the table and introduce um, who's who's on tonight's episode. Um, Zavon, how's it going, brother? You know how it is. Same shit, different day every day. <laughs> um, yeah, long week for me, but um, it's been a it's been a good week so far. Um, just uh, nice taking it day by day and uh, seeing what comes next in this. Uh, this crazy year. I mean, we got elections next week, so that's, yeah, that is the crazy uh, cherry on top of this this crazy year. So yeah, we'll see. I, I think um, I haven't felt this anxious about public about the public uh, the elections. I haven't felt this in- anxious about the public since the first lockdowns. You know, back in April, May when it was officially locked down. You know, it's like. I don't know if I want to be caught out in public during these times because, you know, it's going to be a lot of crazy stuff going on. And so we just got to continue to take care of ourselves. Thanks, man. Same shit every day. Tyler, how's it going with you, man? It's going pretty well, man. Uh, Doing all right. A little bit of a headache right now, but I think that's just due to my lack of water intake today. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Crazy times. Like Zavon said, same stuff, different day. Um, but like you also said, elections next week, kind of anxious about it. And for anyone who's listening to this episode, uh, it is Sunday. 
at this point. Um, if you haven't, most things have already done it, but don't forget to like do your stove and your microwave and all that stuff. It is mm-hmm. daylight savings. Remember to fall back an hour. You gain an extra hour of sleep for a couple of days before your body gets used to it. But remember, it's fall back, daylight savings time uh, today. So if you get confused when you look at your phone and then your stove and it's different time, just know <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that's a good reminder. Thanks for that, man. Um, and so tonight, um, uh, our, our good buddy, our good brother, uh, Andrew can't make it tonight, but he'll try to join us on the next episode. So it's just going to be us three in the house today. Us three, um, from the, our stories, your legacy team going to move forward. So starting with the first question, I'm going to start with you, Zavon. Seven months into the C-19 pandemic. You know, um, thinking about your future or just thinking about little plans, you know, that's upcoming for you. How have you been planning for things during the pandemic? Um, for me, it, it, I mean, it's always been my plan before the pandemic in terms of like just taking care of personal stuff and a lot of projects, a lot of side projects, personal projects, which could be like, you know, my own like multimedia project ranging from my multimedia projects to house projects and taking care of uh family at home. You know, it's always, it's always been part of the plan. And then when the pandemic hit, it just never really stopped me. It was just, I, I had to adjust in regards to like how I went on public and got my supplies, did my thing, whatever. Um, and I just, you know, I, I just, like I said, I, I had to adapt. There's no stopping the pandemic. You can only really mitigate it yeah. and, um, you know, hope it like dies out eventually or whatever. Like when folks get vaccinated, there's no stopping it. So, yeah, I mean, I could sit at home and bitch and complain and whine about it all day and whatever, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm still doing my own thing. I'm just taking care of myself and, Folks will be like, "Oh, it's one. You're selfish. Whatever. It's not. If you're thinking about yourself and just taking care of yourself, it's not really being selfish, or at least mm-hmm. like in a negative lens. It's just you know, I I just I take it as is. Yeah. So I mean, I mean it's been a tough year, but what can you do? You got to persevere. So honestly, during these times, it's like, how can you be? how can taking care of yourself and maybe your household and your loved ones be anything, but you know, anything but selfish. It's, it's, it's kind of ridiculous during these times. You kind of have to be selfish, you know, to kind of take care of yourself because ultimately taking care of yourselves um, is protecting others around you when you go out, you know, um, during the pandemic, you mentioned adaptability, um, adapting. Do you feel like, it's been more difficult to go get your supplies or go out to get what you need to make sure that what you plan for the future goes smoothly. Um, I mean, once the state like kind of eased a little bit on restrictions where certain businesses were open again and whatnot, like I was able to just go in there and grab my stuff. The only difference really was just wearing a mask and, I guess distancing 
physically distancing yourself from people, which is quite hard to do in stores that are crowded. It's like, how do mm-hmm. they regulate that? But whatever. So yeah, just simple adaptability. Um, whether or not I agree with like the mask thing or the physical distancing thing, I just, I just do it out of respect for others. And right. so I don't get attacked and whatnot. Right. And mainly I do it for like the health of my mom at home. So I don't yeah. attract anything and whatever. So I don't know. I think people care a little too much about what others think. And yeah, people are just uptight. So uh, I, I try not to be uptight. I try not to let that rub off on me. I just, I just do whatever, do whatever like the state recommends and not get attacked. Don't get arrested. Don't do stupid stuff. <laughs> just take it day by day. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like nothing, not as much has changed for you, um, especially during the pandemic. No, other than being confined, confined at home, obviously. Yeah. I mean, mentally, I mean, yeah, that's been taxing on me. And I understand it's been taxing for a lot of folks. Like I always, you know, I work closely with students and student affairs. Sorry, I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but like, no, no, no. Go understanding on. their, their mental, their mentals and, and their, you know, lack of being outside from being quarantined in their, their own homes. Tell them if you need someone like, like vent to and whatnot, or someone who just listen to you. My door, my door is always open virtually. So, and I understand like classes can be like taxing, you know, staring at a screen all day and whatnot and the current climate and the politics behind COVID wearing a mask and just politics in general. It's, it's, it's not something that you want to be seeing, hearing and, you know, witnessing every day while you're stuck at home with just like screens. So stuff like that. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Thanks, man. Tyler, throwing it over to you, man. How, how have you been planning for things during the pandemic? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think, I think for me, much like Zavon, I think there's, there's a certain component of, of the planning that stayed the same. Um, but I think once the pandemic uh, kind of really became, you know, a thing, uh, and it became real. Um, it, the planning was very cautious, I'll have to say, uh, as far as like going out. Um, it did give me a lot of time to really focus on like personal projects, the stuff that, uh, you know, you say you're going to do or you plan on doing, but then you make an excuse to why not to do it. Um, or you you just get kind of too busy to do it. Um, so lots of projects uh, just around like the parents' house and just like working, like detailing my car and all that stuff uh, that usually I don't really have time to do. Or if I get the time on like a weekend, I don't want to do it because, um, you know, I just spent all week working. Who wants to do more work on the weekend kind of thing? Um, so when that, when that happened, uh, it gave me an opportunity to really dive back into just the stuff that I, that I kept saying I was going to get done, but I just never really got done. Uh, so I was able to accomplish a lot of that stuff. Uh, no excuses. Uh, same with work too, you know, just being able to catch up, uh, on things just because we just weren't in the office, we were working from home. So it gave us an opportunity to catch up on 
a lot of the things that you typically are a little behind on, whether that be, you know, just uh, paperwork, budgets, whatever, uh, depending on where you're working. Uh, so that was kind of like a, that was kind of like the golden, I guess the golden ticket or the golden opportunity of the, of the whole pandemic there. And the, at least in the beginning, uh, there's only, um, so much you can do once you like finish all your projects, you're like, all right, now I got to look for a new project or a new hobby or whatever, which I mean, the pandemic definitely brought out in a lot of people. Um, as far as like my plans and stuff, you know, I think right before they called it like a full on pandemic, probably like a week, two weeks, maybe max uh, before that, you know, I traveled to North Carolina um, for like a wedding, you know, and it was like, there was a scare there a little bit before I left. Um, but then we were down there. It was all fine, fine and dandy. And then as soon as we get back, then it's like, it goes into like a full blown pandemic. Um, so I, for me, it was a lot of the things, uh, that planning wise, I think wasn't necessarily the planning. It was more so a lot of the things got canceled. Right. So as most of you know, uh, who have listened or who know me personally, I'm an avid runner. Uh, I usually run in a handful, usually around 15 races a year. Um, uh, half marathon, whatever distance that may be. So a lot of those races, just because of the um, restrictions on how many people could gather in places, um, had to be canceled. So a lot of the things that I was going to do, take weekend trips, uh, go stay at like a hotel and do all of this and then run and everything kind of get canceled. And it, it in, in the words of kind of like our, what our intro is kind of shocked the world in, in a, in a way to where like, Oh wow, we are literally tied down to be at home, uh, all the time now, just because we, you know, are trying not to spread the disease. Um, and like, like Zavon said, you know, for those who listen, you know, whether you want to wear a mask or you don't like wearing a mask or whatever it is, I, you know, not doing it at this point is just a little selfish just because we're talking about the selfishness stuff. Uh, you kind of just have to do it to, to kind of appeal to, to other people also to protect your loved ones, you know, like that was the biggest, I think the biggest thing that I was afraid of, uh, during that, those early stages of, of the pandemic and quarantine and everything, um, was bringing it home to like my grandma or something or my parents, you know, both my, my mother, my bleh, words, my mother and my grandmother, both very like susceptible to the disease. So, you know, <clears throat> one's older age, one's had a surgery. She just had a surgery. So I don't want to risk bringing that home. So, you know, just had to do what you had to do, wear a mask, try to protect yourself as much as possible, uh, but also just kind of limit your time outside. I, I think for me, <clears throat> during the, the beginning stages of the pandemic and a little bit into the summer, uh, I, I was just going about it very, very like cautiously in, in, in the fact that, you know, uh, planning everything out when I went to go out, like I wouldn't just go out if I needed one thing, if I was going out, I was getting a number of different things, uh, just so I didn't have to be out there too long and, you know, risk exposure to whatever and whatever. Uh, so definitely 
had to plan my things out when I was going on just trips to the grocery store or uh, brave the crowds at Costco as people were rushing the doors like it was a freaking apocalypse and grabbing, of all things, all the toilet paper. You'd think the food would go first just because there was a food shortage and people panicked on that. But first thing people hoarded to was toilet paper and paper towels. So trying to find paper towels and toilet paper at the beginning of this pandemic was just ridiculous. Still a joke now. Like people are just getting through half of what they bought in March. Um, and it's now seven months in. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of funny, but you know, that's kind of how like, um, that's how my planning of things have been going on uh, towards like this back end of the pandemic so far, um, just because we know that this is, this is going to last a while, but um, toward the back end of it uh, definitely have been like, obviously planning things accordingly with other people like, Hey, you know, make sure that we're all good. I know you haven't gone anywhere, but maybe we should get tested if we are going to meet up and do this or whatever that may be. Um, and just kind of making sure that we keep each other healthy. So mm-hmm. just things to, things to consider, you know? Nice. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I do want to touch on one thing um, because, you know, us being a, uh, a close friend of yours and maybe for our listeners who don't know you too much, Tyler is a avid, avid uh, runner, you know, and um, it's one of those things where um, I'm, you guys know me as a, uh, an exaggerator sometimes, but I'm not exaggerating when I say it. it seems like Tyler runs like at least a half marathon every month and a marathon like every other month. You know what I mean? Um, here, here's one interesting thing before we jump on to the next question. Um, it seems like, you know, for like years, you had this set plan of going to these races, planning, uh, you know, in different cities around the country, different states. And you had um, plans to like book a weekend trip, you know, yearly, you know, you travel like very often. Now when the pandemic hit, you know, when it comes to racing, um, tell us like how you kind of uh, kept your hobby going, but without traveling to different states or as often as you used to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just because like all in-person racing got canceled, um, so what a lot of well, uh, yeah, what a lot of races did uh, during this time was they um, they just took their race and made it like a virtual run, um, which I mean for me, virtual runs I'm like, eh, it's a virtual run, not really a race, but uh, kind of going out and just running the distance uh, during that that time frame or that day. Uh, to do, to, you know, just keep going. Um, there was a group, I would say back in May, uh, there was a challenge that a bunch of like runners did, uh, put together, uh, kind of headed by one person. And what it was, was like, there was a, there was an entry fee to it, but the majority of that entry fee went to, uh, a donation to a charity. Um, but what it was, it was kind of a challenge, uh, to get as many miles as you could, in, in during that month um and obviously doing strength conditioning and your injury prevention training and stuff so you know they would post videos just to make sure that you were doing your stretches and strength conditioning all that stuff so um that was kind of the thing kind of running with other people like virtually i, I guess would be checking in with a group 
Um, but I also ran, you know, with my, like my dad, uh, sometimes my sister would go on walks and that kind of stuff. Um, so kind of using the motivation of others, uh, and just kind of going out with, you know, the people that you're kind of quarantined with definitely helped, uh, that because, you know, as, as, it, as a lot of people say, even runners, you know, they can attest to it. The, the hardest part of running is literally getting up and going outside to do it. You know, uh, that's really the first step is just walking out the door to go do it. Uh, so when you have the motivation of other people kind of like cheering you on in that regard, even though you're running by yourself or if you're running with somebody else, trust me, running with somebody else over a long period of time for distance makes those miles go by way quicker and way easier to do um, but that's kind of what i'd use as my motivation uh, to kind of continue that hobby is kind of go on daily runs uh during that month i ran every day which is not something that i would usually do um usually run three four times a week but i ran all 31 days of may i uh, got an extra like medal uh, for running all 31 days called the streaker challenge and uh kind of from there kind of just kept, kept it going pretty much ran every day. Um, from like the end of April until the smoke hit in early September. Uh, and then I had to take a break just because I couldn't escape the smoke. I don't have a treadmill. And at that point, gyms were still closed. Uh, so I had a pretty good streak where I did at least a mile, uh, every day for that whole, for that whole stretch, just kind of personal challenge. Um, and yeah, just support yeah, others yeah. and all that stuff. So, yeah, no, awesome, man. Yeah, I mean that 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 kind of uh, the reason why I asked that it brings up kind of a bigger point that kind of relates to a lot of our conversations that we had on other recordings during this uh, Corona series. You know, um, like for example, one big hobby that you you love and motivates you to do year in and year out is running. You know, going to running races and. Um, when the pandemic, you know, hit and it affected some of these uh, hobbies, you know, especially outdoor hobbies, um, you found in your community of runners found ways to continue to keep others inspired, like, you know, doing virtual runs or or you brought out um, other friends that you've been corn or, you know, family that you've been quarantining with and then just walk, you know, doing walks together, you know, to keep each other motivated. It kind of brings us back to the idea of like um, gaming, you know, how we talked about in many previous episodes. Mm -hmm. um, gaming was always big, but now like um, when the pandemic hit, it kind of forced newcomers or, or existing gamers to kind of like continue to grow community. And so, you know, to wrap it up, it seems like when, it comes to planning during the pandemic as humans, we, when we lose or when we take a hit to a certain hobby that we're usually used to, and this could be on any level of community. Now it doesn't have to be running or playing games. It could just be, you know, getting together with your, I don't know. I'm thinking of this neighborhood PTA to do a book club. I don't know. I, I'm, I sound so old saying that. Um, but you know, like little stuff like that, you, you, as humans, we get together to plan a new way to continue hobbies that we love. So um, I love that. Uh, moving on to the second question, Zavon. Um, what do you think about during this pandemic, 
like let's say when emergencies come up or or just something that just kind of derails our plans or maybe uh you know a spur of the moment friend who you know needed to connect with you or something do you feel like reacting or just going with the spur of the moment plans is detrimental during the pandemic or do you think that's all we can do um honestly it it's tough because obviously it depends on the situation for me along with just you know taking it as is like i said there's no stopping the pandemic it's just it's just something we have to live with for you know for god knows how long uh when it comes to like you know folks come up to me for something i just do what i what i've always continued to do i just sit and listen and if folks need help with something i will provide help at the best of my ability so i mean i don't have much to say to that to be honest with you yeah yeah and you know it's one of those things where it's it kind of goes against it kind of goes back to that thing where we all kind of have to be selfish during the pandemic. You know, we got to take care of ourselves. We got to reject plans um, as best as we can that makes us feel safe and comfortable. Um, and I think that's all we can do. I, I don't think um, personally for me, I don't think from what we talked about in the first question, you can't really um, react to plans anymore. You know, you can't have a friend who comes up and be like, Hey, I'm in the neighborhood. Let's um, let's go to the movies or, you know, like it's different these times. It's um, I don't think, I think this question per se, um, you can't really do spur of the moment stuff anymore. You know um, I mean, do you, would you agree with that? Savan? Yeah, exactly. It kills a lot of the spontaneity that was associated originally when things were, uh, pre-COVID before COVID even happened. So, and it's, it's now that it happened, it's out of our control, you know, and, and alluding to what Tyler mentioned earlier to the first question, like plans get canceled, things got canceled and weddings. There are a lot of weddings that, you know, us three like had to go to this year, uh, like special gatherings and whatnot, whatever, whatever events, you know, that were planned for this year, like they all got canceled and uh, sadly you just got to take it as is. And, you know, obviously empathize with the folks who are, you know, who like, who were like deeply affected by, you know, like um, the couples that were supposed to get married and couldn't have like the big ceremony that they originally had planned and whatnot. And, or anything that got postponed and canceled. It's just, you know, you feel for them. And at the same time, it's like, what, what can you do? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's tough. It's tough. And it, it's gotten, it's, it's gotten to the point where we're like, I'm not going to go deep in the rabbit hole, but it has like gotten political. Like folks are like, do you want to, do you want to, do you want to be free or do you continue want to be, do you continue? Do you want to continue to be confined in your own home? Do you want to be under lockdown? So, and that, that in tie with elections is like a big question. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you hear a lot of good arguments about it. 
it's like yeah you can be safe but you you could you could still be safe but you won't have freedom mm-hmm. and um so yeah there are folks who are just they're they're creating their own spur of the moment regardless of what the restrictions say so i mean i really have nothing to say that it's like okay i understand where you're coming from i'm i'm not judging you i mean a lot yeah, of people yeah. are they're like you're part of the problem you're contributing to the problem whatever like i said i don't want to go down down that rabbit hole but you know fo- folks are just uh they're I, th- I think it's just it's come down to that point which i foresaw like even when this all started seven months ago at least for us people are just gonna do whatever eventually because yeah. yeah. folks have gone insane so and that's understandable right I'm going to continue doing what I want to do. They continue doing what they want to do. And yeah, just how it is. Yeah. I, yeah. I, one thing I love about what you said and you, and you say this often, you know, cause it, it, it comes up often. The being spontaneous um, is, is truly impacted. I don't want to say dead, but it's laying dormant, you know, like, um, Cause I remember Zavon, you know, you, you were big on sometimes that spontaneous thing of just you wanting to just get up and go to the coffee shop or, you know, go to the library or something just to like uh, get away and, and get, get out in public. Even if you're not hanging with anybody um, we can't really do that anymore. You know, it, it, it kind of begs the question, like we really have to think out um, what we want to do, whether we, whether it's, whether we're planning, whether we're consciously thinking about it or not, we're really planning um, every part of our future, even if it's just an hour ahead. Um, but you know, it's one of those things where, when it comes to spontaneous plans with other friends or or gatherings or or you know, um, and I use gathering lightly, but you know, to like get together with loved ones, uh, it's not really it's not there anymore, you know. Um, but it depends on how you it depends on how you like it. Like, you know, some people um, love less of meeting up with folks. But seven months in, can you say, you know, um, has this really been, it's been mentally taxing, you know? Tyler, I'm going to throw it all over to you, man. This is this is a kind of a tough question, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, to kind of like get into the meat of it, like Zavon and I were talking about, I mean... Do you feel like you can do spur of the moment plans during the pandemic? Uh, I, th- I think you, it just depends on what the spur of the moment plan plans are. Honestly, um, I know I have found myself to be. I mean, there's all that spontaneity. Uh, sometimes it is nice to just kind of go to a coffee shop or you know do whatever. Um, but even with the you know, with the pandemic almost kind of taking away your normal routine. And I say routine, like going, doing whatever, but then spontaneity is also part of that routine at times, just because, you know, it's like, you know, it's just like, I feel like going to do something. So I'm going to go do it. You know, um, I think during this time, it, it is a little bit harder to do spur of the moment things. Um, but I have definitely found myself, myself, uh, doing, spur of the moment things um but it's mostly just like i think that has to do with just but uh being kind of you know i say trapped in quotes um but trapped inside uh for a while so like 
you know, during the summer, there was definitely times where like, I'll just hop in the car and we would just take a ride, you know, just take a road trip, not necessarily having a de destination, um, but just kind of driving around and, you know, driving to a park, you know, if there's no one in that area of the park, just kind of sit outside uh, in that park, uh, you know, have at that point, you know, have your masks in your hand or in your pocket or whatever it was, but uh, in case anyone came over, but you know, that was the most like spontaneity, uh, spontaneous thing, uh, that, that I would do is just like, you know, hop in the car and it's like, Hey, let's go for a drive. We might drive for an hour. We might drive for two hours and just stop somewhere and, you know, for a few minutes or however long it might be. And then, then come back, you know, you know, you're still kind of <laughs> at that point trapped in a car. Uh, but it kind of serves like a purpose as far as like, you know, going on a road trip or something and just kind of getting out of, of the place that you've been, uh, for so long, uh, you know, your, your home and whatnot. So in that regard, I think it, it wasn't too hard doing like spur of the moment stuff, but any spur of the moment stuff with like a friend or something, you know, just like, yo, I'm like, right, right up the street from you. You want to go grab coffee or something? Like, obviously you couldn't do that um at any point i know like uh it took a couple of days at one point like i talked to zavon and i was like hey we just baked cookies we are safe we are not sick we're gonna come drop these off for you or i think it was cookies. pretty sure it was cookies or was it cake can't remember um uh, yeah i think it was like well it was banana bread and uh, cupcakes yes yes cupcakes and banana bread so it was one of those things like obviously that was planned uh kind of spontaneous but at the same time uh it was it was also Zavon's birthday so we were just like well we're not sick we haven't left the house in probably about a month or so or whatever it might is at this point so let's just bake something and say hey if you're available let's drop meet up and drop this off and just dropped it off and yeah so it's been like that so it's probably the most spontaneous stuff that i've done but you know as uh as a nation, I would say this, the spontaneity, like, is just, you know, that's might, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's spontaneous or if it was still planned at that point, like large crowds gathering, just being like, you know, they just, it wasn't really spontaneous, I guess. It was more just planned vacation time or whatever it might be where people just, just, you know, rush to the beach. Mm -hmm. and there's thousands of people on the beach and then you get reports of, new cases popping up because people went to the beach. So it's, this is one of those things. I think that's why yeah, yeah. things like that, you know, it's kind of hard, but yeah. I mean, yeah, it seems, it seems like from what I'm hearing is in terms of being spontaneous, meeting up with friends, like on the whim uh, for the most part, like, Hey, I'm up the block. Let's go get something to eat or let's, go out to the movies or something like that um, has been pretty much cut where in terms of what you're describing in terms of being spontaneous, it's more of personal reasons now. Like, you know, I'm going to jump in my car where I'm pretty much secluded anyways and drive with the windows down and get some fresh air, or catch some sun or go to a, to a park and, and social distance myself, you know, um, go to sit down in an empty spot. So it seems like now we're shifting more to personal spont spontaneous things and less of, of 
you know, um, social spontaneous things. And, you know, that's kind of a, that's kind of um that's kind of warranted, you know, it's, it's kind of hard for us to just gather as a big group um, nowadays, just on a whim. So, and Tyler, let me, let me start with you moving on to the third question. Do you feel like that we can prepare or practice some sort of foresight or, or how do you, how, how do we avoid feeling anxious and certainty of planning for the future? Yeah, no, for sure. I think, I think that's the biggest thing is it, it's affecting a lot of people in the sense like, man, I can't plan for the future uh, because we don't know what tomorrow or next week or next month is going to look like because we still are in a pandemic and there is still uh, uh, you know, disease and, and whatnot, flu virus out there. Um, but I mean, you know, think back or actually just not even back. I don't know what I'm saying there, but just, if you really just sit back and think about it, um, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow is not even guaranteed on a normal day, even without a pandemic, you know? Yeah. Uh, so you, you kind of have to just go, go about it. I know the pandemic is here for the foreseeable future. Um, so it makes it it makes it hard to plan certain things because you know you, it's going to be different. Um, but we can definitely practice just like foresight and you know, all of that stuff, just because you've been doing it already. You know, you've you've yeah. You know, at the beginning of a pandemic, people have uh, planned their stuff out. Like, okay, I need to go to the grocery store. I need to make a list. I need to go get in and get out. I'm not trying to be there for 30 minutes walking down each aisle. I need to get in, get out as quickly as possible so I can just not be around people. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, a couple months in, three months in, it's like, okay, I can go to the store. I can get these things. But if I happen to forget something, I can just go to another store real quick. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, during the summer, it's like, oh, man, I really want to go do this. Maybe... Okay, I can plan a week out. I can plan two weeks out now. I can just try to figure it out um, because at that time, you people had become accustomed to the whole, you know, uncertainty thing. Uh, I think that's what a lot, a lot of people kind of get caught up on is like, well, everything's so uncertain. The future is uncertain with the virus. I don't know what I should plan or if I can really plan it because of the virus might cancel it. Um, but that's not any different from just a normal day to day without a virus. It's like, yes, your future is uncertain. You know, you are trying to strive and fight for what you want uh, in life and whatnot. Um, so it, you just have to kind of take a step back and really like look at it holistically and realize that virus or no virus, you still have to plan things out. Yes. It takes the spontaneity out of things, but you still have to sit down and kind of like plan what you're doing, you know, like, what am I going to do? I'm still going to go grocery shopping at the end of the week. Let me still put a list together. I might want to go take a road trip. You know, it's not spontaneous at this point, kind of, but um, three weeks from now, it doesn't look like I have to do anything that weekend. I don't have to go run or uh, go work out or uh, go, I don't know, wrap presents for something. I don't know. There's something random like that, but you know, three weeks, I'm like, I'm going to go take 
a drive to where not quite sure maybe a mountain maybe i'll go hike um but you know start people started planning out uh further and further uh into the future and i think that's that's the big thing i think a lot of people were anxious about it a lot of people were nervous about it just because of the uncertainty but you know like i said with or without the virus there's going to be uncertainty in your future anyways yeah Um, yeah so good point yeah, I think I think the biggest thing to consider uh, for a virus or not is just kind of, you know, taking all the things into consideration, just like, you know, coming up with different scenarios. Like if I do this, what am I going to do? If I do this, what's going to happen? You know, it's pretty much what it is. And then you kind of just have to monitor and accept it just like, you know, just like you would in, in your day to day life. I know I like. I'm saying this because I'm also, it's easy for me to say just because I, I work in, in a field where it's events, you know, there's never a day where it's everything goes smoothly. You know, there's a certain level of uncertainty there at all point uh, in uh, all points of time. So you kind of just have to monitor the situation and accept it. You know, you, you have to accept the uncertainty um, that is pretty much now the norm of things. Um, now and even before but you got to be humble you know i think that's what it is is just like being humble and just kind of accepting the what it is you know right right you can't control certain things you just gotta you can control what you can control and if it's out of your control don't stress about it just go about it plan b plan c all the way down to plan xyz you know yeah yeah no, good points. Good points. Yeah. I mean, it's virus or no virus, um, you know, to, to really combat anxieties is to kind of, uh, think it through and, and, and plan it as best as we can. Um, so yeah, good point on that, man. Um, checking the ball over, uh, to Zavon, take it home, man. Like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna spin this question a little bit differently, you know, simply for you, what are what are some of your techniques? How do you avoid um, being anxious or feeling uncertain of the future? And has the pandemic changed that or made you adapt to it in any way? Well, I kind of want to go back to what Tyler mentioned, like mm-hmm. virus, no virus. We we've always naturally planned and prepare ourselves for uh, the uncertain, right? Mm-hmm. For, I say like, we, we gotta prepare for the unexpected and whatever that may be, right? It's That's a, like a whole can of worms to open. Like some folks buy guns to, in, uh, to prepare themselves for government tyranny, uh, riots, uh, violent, um, militias that 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 come out of nowhere and take over like neighborhoods and whatnot some people uh at least now like because of the covid virus uh locking down a majority of gyms in the nation folks have bought gym equipment and started their own home gyms mm-hmm. and they've prepared that way i myself am like one of those folks uh but like i've always planned to have a home gym in my garage i just it's crazy like Coincidentally, I was able to get a majority of it built uh, prior to lockdown. So I was yeah. very lucky there. Uh, 
but I digress and like folks are now preparing for like another wave of like a spike in, in cases and deaths and that we're going to go into another lockdown. So folks are um, at least, for example, in the education field, folks are prepping their curriculum for like the next semester, or next quarter to be virtual and what they're going to do and whatnot, as well as like this, the students, like they're preparing themselves mentally and I guess socially to handle another virtual learning curriculum. So we're always practicing foresight, I'd say. Mm -hmm. we just, we're just not always conscious about it until something really impacts us. For example, Corona. And it's, it's definitely eye-opening. So prep yourselves for the unexpected, whatever yeah. that may be. And we don't, we don't know what's coming up next. We really don't. And whatever happens, happens. And we just got to take it for what it is. Honestly, it's just so much stuff has happened. So many things continue to happen. Yeah. It, it shocks <clears throat> us because we're not prepared, right? Like, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, you know, I was not mentally prepared for that. Or I was not you know, physically ready. I, I wasn't stocked up and whatnot. Stuff, you don't know. That, that's, that's, I think that's one of, honestly, the most intriguing things about life. You just don't, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But you continue to live it anyways, right? You continue to take it day by day, and there's no there's there, there's no solution, really. Mm -hmm. There is no right or wrong way in terms of like what path you take, what choices you make. I mean, yeah, there's bad moral choices and there's good moral choices. Um, it's up to to us to learn that and to, and to know our rights and wrongs, but. In terms of like, I mean, what works best for you in terms of like success and how you grow and develop and how you live your life? There's no, there's no set path. It's really just right. how like society and your your family friends like construct those ideas in your head and whatnot. But at the end of the day, I think I think as long as you hold up, uphold your values and your convictions and and what you believe in, and uh, there's there's no, there's no solution. It's just you, you plan for yourself and that's all you can do, but you can't plan for what happens in the world. Really? Mm -hmm. It's tough. You can only do little things. to, I guess defend yourself or that maybe, whether it's buying guns, buying a mask, you, you just never know. So, yeah. Yeah. No, awesome, man. I mean, I, I love I love what you said at the end to kind of wrap up our episode today. I mean, you're right. Um, this pandemic it really tests our will, uh, you know, at one level or another. We don't. All of us are on the same page where we don't see the solution anywhere near the horizon soon enough. But all we can do is take it step by step, day by day, and regardless if there was a virus or no virus. We don't have the answer for everything in life, but what we do have is, like you said, Zavon, continue to believe in yourself, continue to believe in your own convictions, and just keep moving forward. Keep planning, keep expecting the unexpected, but if you believe in your own convictions, 
believe in your own ability and, and staying true to yourself, you always find a way to survive and plan to move forward. So, you know, I, I really appreciate that sentiment because I think that's very true. The pandemic is testing our convictions, is testing our will to keep mush- pushing forward. And as humans, I think we all have that ability to to hit rock bottom only to spring back up to, you know, be as successful as we always know to be. So, you know, I appreciate those comments. I think that's uh, really huge. And, you know, so I think that's a perfect note. I think for all of our listeners out there, you know, um, just know that you're not alone in this. We're all together and all we can do is continue to um, take care of ourselves, continue to spiritually and, and even physically or mentally support one another and just keep trucking through. You know, life life is unexpected. Whatever you have planned for the future, just know that you're, you're always going to consistently plan to be yourself and plan to survive. So as always, you know, we... We um, appreciate y'all for listening. And, you know, we, I guess, thank you again. This is Our Stories, Your Legacy, another episode in the Corona series. Um, take these questions, you know, talk about it with yourself or take these questions, talk about it with a family member or a friend and see what kind of answers you come up with, what kind of things, um, you know, um, jogs your thoughts um, and triggers your, you know, uh, your answers. And so, we appreciate y'all. Thank you for listening to another round of Our Stories, Your Legacy. We'll be, be, we'll be back again soon enough. And we're out. Later.